Hi, and welcome to the 10th episode of the Breaking Free podcast, a body-mind-spirit approach to mental health. I'm your host, Summer Sites, and I'm excited to be back with you today. It's been a break. It's been almost nearly three weeks to a month. I'd have to look how long it's been since I've been able to be with the community. I want you to know, though, that I've been thinking about you. I've been pondering and really diving deep uh, in order to deliver this message today. So I'm hoping with more time and preparation, it will have greater meaning. I want you to know that as a practitioner, I practice the things that I teach. And I, I had a feeling that as I started this Breaking Free podcast, that that would be the case, that I understand that shame is something that we spend our lives breaking free of. It's something that, you know, exists. Uh, all of us manage it. You know, we seek resilience over it. Um, all of us are seeking healing and, and healing can come in levels and layers. Uh, but that full, full healing, you know, is a lifetime pursuit. And because of that's the case, you know, sometimes we can tire in that journey and, and think sometimes it's not worth it. I know I have felt that. You know, I get tired of, of facing my vulnerable pieces and wishing I could just go back to hiding from them. But I find that the only way out is really through. And I am definitely more happy and more free than I've ever been. And yet it's kind of like that circumference of a circle. The more that that circle expands, the more that we know, the more humility hopefully we have, the more that we know that we don't know, the more that we see that we could grow in. And so I want you to know that I come to you today, I hopefully in a humble, teachable space, I'm going to share with you some of the things that I've been learning as I've opened myself up and I've intended to be kind of a guinea pig, so so to speak, to these processes. Uh, there are many that I've taught with my clients, but I've really been in the trenches myself. And I don't want this to be about me or my own journey, but really just to share with you what I feel works and what doesn't work and, and the insights that have come of practical application. So that enters this podcast. So I had a podcast that I had finished uh, this morning. And I just, my higher power was like, that's not the message. You know, it was a good message. You know, there was a lot of great content, but it's not my message. So I scratched it. And it was really interesting because I had an agenda. Now, remember, this is the second half of the try hard, give up a cycle. And one of the things that I personally have been struggling to do as someone who was, you know, at least neck deep in the try hard, give up cycle for a good portion of my life to, is to really break free of it. It's it's really counter cultural. It takes a lot of courage to step out of what isn't necessarily celebrated, right? To surrender, to give up control, um, to let go and let God. That is not something that society teaches. It teaches us, you know, let's get our routines in place. Let's get our plan. Let's execute that. You know, we get to reach our goals. You know, this, this is, we're very goal-driven, uh, product-driven society. And so I also step into that as a business owner, you know, as a professional, you know, obviously we have to meet goals at times and things, but, um, you know, I've had to learn how to really step back. In the last several weeks, that has just been what I've been shown over and over again. So I want to share a little bit of that with you and see if you're like me. So this morning I was like, okay, I got this day. I think this is podcasting day. I'm going to do my podcast. I'm going to exercise. And then I had kind of this plan for my day. And I did the podcast. And again, I just had this feeling it wasn't the right thing. And I and, and I want you to know, I, you know, I have a seven-year-old daughter, so she's upstairs. And we had started this uh, this 
kind of Lego building uh, project. And this project has been sitting because it was so big. And I don't know about you guys, it says 10, to, it says eight to 12, but I swear to you, it's not eight to 12 because they're too hard for me. And she got so tired of waiting for one of us in the family to help her put this thing together. She had just busted it open, opened every package at the same time and just started to put this thing together. It was a disaster. And she really wanted to put this together and I really wanted to help her with it. But I just was like, that's not on my list. That's not on my agenda, right? That's not what I was intending to do today. But spirit just kept saying, go up there and help your daughter put that together. Put aside your agenda. I literally had my workout clothes on. I was planning on working out. We have kind of a little upstairs gym area. And I just was like, okay, I surrender. I'm going to go in and help her with this. So I was like, the podcast didn't happen. I didn't get my workout in, but I'm going to do this. And I, I got in there and we played and we put this little fairy land thing together. And I had fun doing it. And I felt really present and connected with my daughter. And guys, if the message of this podcast didn't show up right at that point, I could feel my higher power saying, that is the point. You, it's not your agenda. It's not your goals. It's mine. It's, it's my work through you. It's, I know what brings you joy better than you do. I know what, who you are sometimes better than you do. It's co-creation, right? I had to give my will and accept that, uh, that offering, that, uh, information that was coming to my mind and my heart and I had to act upon it. But as I acted upon it, I received a better version of my day than there would have been. I, I've been, like I said, six months, that box been sitting there and I've been thinking, I'm going to get around to doing that with my daughter. And I finally did it today. And honestly, if that's all I accomplished today, it was enough. It was enough to really connect. We are so focused on goals and products that we miss that it's about relationship. It's about creating relationship, not only with the people that are most important to us, like our children, but also our higher power. It's about putting ourselves in this interconnected relational stance and receiving versus striving, producing, and checking in after we've done that. We have these ideas of what we should be or what we think we need to accomplish, and we don't even know what we don't know. Right? In a healing model, someone that comes in and there's brokenness, they're acting out of that brokenness, right? Their, their beliefs and their mindset is distorted by this. And so they're going to have to think and receive a new mind. They're going to have to become you know, what people often talk in Christianity, a new creation, right? They're going to have to receive these new ideas and thoughts in order to heal and be different. And I've learned that you have to really surrender your mind, surrender your way of doing things, step back and receive a different perspective uh, and let go in order to really heal. So let's go back to the try hard, give up cycle for a minute, because today is about the second half. You know, how do we overcome it? And I gave you a good model. That was me overcoming today, that try hard, give up cycle. I, I'm constantly trying hard to accomplish something, thinking that that will be the end all to my happiness. You know, if I get this done, if and when that happens, then I'll be happy. And I think all of us can relate to that. And what you realize is that that really joy is found in resting. It's resting in source. Now, when we rest in source, that doesn't mean that we don't produce things. In fact, we produce things far beyond what we can do on our own strength. But we're not relying on our own muscle strength, ability, mindset in order to do that. All right. So it's kind of like the whole world is on this self-improvement pro process, right? Everybody's seeking the next diet, the next fix, the next promotion. Uh, you know, maybe it's that 
relationship. I see people do it even through relationship. If I have that boyfriend or if I, you know, get married or whatever, when that happens, then I'll be happy. But I'm sorry, we still, we still find ourselves. We're still there. I think one of the most poignant times for me was in my early counseling career. I worked in um, a pretty affluent part of Portland, Oregon. And so a lot of my clients came from backgrounds that had, I mean, people had private jets. People had um, resources at their fingertips, really high paying jobs. And uh, the people that came from the community at large weren't paying for private counseling. You know, we call, you know, we call these, you know, um, these were abundance problems, right, for the most part. And and yet the people that had this abundance in physical things, uh, in material success and professional success, were often miserable. I, I'll remember one client, which, you know, I don't want to give too many details, but this client came in and had a beautiful wife and child and was just really struggling with a behavior that was taking him away from that. And he just couldn't let it go. And, and I, I remember looking at him and saying, this will never feed your void. You know, this is not going to bring you happiness. Um, and yet he still went back to it because he, he struggled to let go and trust that, you know, his relationship with his family, you know, if he really let go and let that intimacy and that vulnerability come up, that would be enough. Because again, that wounded child, that wounded part was driving the seat. I don't believe that people purposely self-sabotage. People don't purposely keep themselves from happiness. We are all wired to seek happiness. The problem is we're seeking it often in all the wrong places, even seeking it through good performance. So let's talk about this. The try-hard give-up cycle is a little confusing because, like I said last time, and I think I wasn't clear you know, we can do good things and there's messages to that affirm, but that can be just as dangerous as it's, I think it's obvious when we're seeking like alcoholism or, you know, maybe even materialism. I think we can all kind of step back and be like, of course, those things don't satisfy. So of course that's not, I'm not going to do that. But really guys, you know, we, perfectionism comes in here as well. You can have, you can be addicted to your exercise, your job, your your like routine, right? I've got nothing against routine oriented life, right? A lot of my clients use routine and routine is great because you don't have to think about things. You make a plan, you follow it. But when you're about your routine, when you're unable to deviate from your routine, when you lack flexibility and you can't step back from your routine and go, you know what, but I'm rather, I need to spend time with these people that are important to me today. Or you feel like you can't survive without it. You know, your routine is not there for you, you're there for it, right? And so we have these things that we do. And if we really look at the core of them, they're driven by shame and fear. That bottom part of the cycle that we talked about is all shame, fear driven. I won't be enough. We have messages that have come into our life, you know, successful people do this, or I can keep my safe, myself safe and secure, loved if I do these things. And really it's the belief that we're, you're not less safe in doing it than you weren't before doing it, right? It's just your belief that is running that for you. But maybe you believe that you're safe if you run X number of miles a week or you, um, you know, again, if you enjoy that, awesome, right? But there's things that people do and don't deviate from because, and they're not able to receive source messages of like ways to grow. You know, we also have to stretch ourselves and do new and different things, right, in order to grow. So I find that we get stuck in these ruts 
you know, people will come home every day from work and they, they go to the same restaurant, they have the same type of entertainment. And as long as they do these things, they're kind of numbing out those feelings. And then there's just no growth in that. So again, this is that try hard, give up cycle kind of an action, you know, or maybe we we're, we're running from something. We're like so afraid to try because if we try and fail, right. So all of this kind of plays out in that lower part of the cycle. So how do you break it? Well, I think that the, the, the thought that came to me this morning, again, was just, it was just higher power showing me again how we break it. And it's as simple as a little child being like a child. But let's look at what a little child is. My daughter, Brielle, doesn't have any problem with flexibility. You know, a, a little creature animal can come up to us in the street and she's totally able to stop what she's doing and fully play and receive the gift of that dog showing up. She's able to be in the moment and be present. She's able to do that. I'm the one that struggles because I have all these adult things pressing, all these things that I think have to be done that are more important, you know. Children are often just more in tune, right? They they don't have an agenda. They're comfortable with a following, right? I think a lot of us want to lead out, but we have a hard time following. Um, so as we're like little children, right, there's that humility, there's that surrender to love, there's that surrender to, I don't know it all. I don't have all the answers. One of my favorite scriptures in the, the New Testament about this is Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, right? Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. I believe I'm quoting it without looking at it. But I've looked at that all my life and thought, what is that about? You know, like, how do we surrender? What are we surrendering? Right? Because when we surrender, we surrender something. And what we're surrendering is our mind. We're surrendering the way we see the world, the way we believe success comes. We're surrendering it and saying, I don't see all things. I, I, I am clouded. I need a new mind. I need to have a new way of seeing things. I'm open to seeing that new way. I'm open to having that new perspective. And that's, that's the process, right? That's the surrender. Um, think of it as, as this. And let me give you a quote. Our fight is no longer a fight to produce better behavior, but is characterized by a fighting to believe what is true about us because of what God has done. It's a fight to decide to live in a manner that's consistent with these new messages. So it's not a fight to prove value. That's another piece of this, to prove that I have value if I do X, Y, Z. It's I already have value. I already am enough. How can I live consistent with that truth? Again, if we have beliefs that value is is based on good people do X, Y, Z, and there's this conditional love, both for ourselves and others, we are, we are hindered. We are hindered in that. So think of it as shedding thoughts, behaviors, practices that do not fit with your true self, right? You're letting go of them. You're also letting go of things as you go along. Maybe they serve you for a time and then you outgrow them. Um, life's about revealing our true nature and yielding to it and putting off the nature that is foreign to you, right? You're not made to be fearful. You're not made to live in shame. That's something that you picked up. Perhaps you had an anxious family member. Anxiety is highly running in families. And now that's probably genetic because I think it's definitely stored on the body level. But I also think it's learned, right? When we see that our family members, I know it's been picked up in our family, manage 
their anxiety by controlling things in certain ways and keeping everything in check in certain ways. They learn that they're only safe in doing that, right? So that anxiety, that behavior is reinforced and that loop becomes tighter and tighter. The only enemy really here is shame itself. The lie that you are worthless, uh, that you're not safe, that you're not enough unless you do X, right? Unless you perform in such a way. It's, it's important to learn to recognize who and when, you know, that voice is, is coming from and when it's coming in and when it's running us. We want to run our lives from our true self. And that takes stepping back and receiving love, receiving truth. All right. So this is my last thing for today. I'm going to keep this podcast fairly short. We'll be talking about things that block that abundance, that block that, that ability to receive joy. I'd like to talk in the future about the pillars of joy because there's some really cool pillars to joy. But for today, we'll just keep it short because these have been getting a little long. <laughs> uh, but imagine a sun. And this sun, is this beautiful golden sun, is like the unconditional love that comes from source to you. Okay, that sun is just always there, no matter what you do, no matter whether or not you're performing or you're not performing, whether or not you, you know, have all your routines in place today or not. It's also there to shine light on your life and, and, and you know, bring you, bring you gifts in the day if you're willing to open up and receive, right? Now, in your mind's eye, don't think too hard about this. I want your subconscious to let you know, where are you in facing the sun? Are you, are you directly facing it? Are, you, is your, are your arms open to receive it? Are your hands outstretched saying, I'm here, sun, shine on me. I want to receive you present with it. Or is your back turned to it? Are you kind of maybe cautiously like kind of looking at it, but afraid of it? It's too much for you. Just, just see what shows up for you. I find that sometimes our subconscious can show us really where we're at on these things. Now remember the game is is not in resisting things, but in receiving them, right? So you turn and receive abundance, receive love and value. Your value is something that's always that's already within you, but you have to step in and receive it. We don't earn anything in this life, but we do have to do things to receive it. There are steps that we take in life, right, to fully receive this love and only you can have the courage to take them. You use your power of choice to receive, right? Sometimes that reception gets blocked. So what I'd also like you to see is there any obstacles between you and the sun? Just take a notice of that. Anything that gets in the way of you receiving your unconditional love. Maybe it's a belief. Maybe it's a behavior. Often it's a fear. You know, what would, like, what would be my source of value and worth if I stopped performing, running, doing, controlling? Am I really enough just as I am? Some people really struggle to understand that and receive that. I'd like you to be open to that. I'd like you to be open to the fact that you are enough. Not only are you enough, you're magnificent. You already are magnificent, and it's not something that you earn. It's something that you are, and you're just shedding things that are foreign to that. You're shedding things that don't line up with who you really are, and as you shed those things, some people, like in religious senses, call that obedience. I, I like, I, and obedience to me is just putting ourselves in alignment with receiving 
things the way our source sends them. You don't earn anything in that process, but you put yourself in alignment to receive. You can't even really step into the room, right? It's like the sun. I can't really step into that sun without serious protection, right? I can't look upon it without protection because it's brighter and bolder than me, but I certainly can receive it. I can take it in and with help from source, I can be able to be present with it, right? I can become a new creation that is adjacent, even one with it, even more like it, right? But my my challenge to you at the end of this podcast today is that you will look at your false messages, experiences, wounds, right, that get in your way. What, where have you bought into fear? Where have you bought into product and performance? Maybe where have you let pride? You know, sometimes people are unwilling to give up their try hard, give up cycle because how will they know they're better than other people? <laughs> I know that's terrible, but that's kind of what it happens, right? If if I believe that people all have value and it's not about what we do, what we wear, what our jobs are, then how will I know I'm better than other people? How will I know I have worth? Well, the truth is you're not better than other people. We all have this worth. We all are we all are equal. We all are abundant. We all are uniquely beautiful. We all have something important to share. And it's not in some of us, it's in all of us. And when you give yourself permission to shine and really shine from this true place, you give other people that permission to shine as well. So that's just my, my challenge to you that you will, when the mentor, when the student is ready, the mentor will show up. So what I'd ask you to do is just be open, right? Be open to that loving surrender. Be open to receive messages um, from source. There, the one thing I realize is they're being sent all day long. I am constantly, that's been my process the last few weeks, is that there's constantly messages being sent to me in surrender and where my true happiness, I don't even know where my true happiness founds, is found sometimes. I'd like to end with another story. I was preparing a for a speaking engagement and I had been spending a ton of time uh, working on this and my whole family, uh, well, they were all kind of off in different directions, but there was a Monopoly game sitting uh, I'm sorry, no, it was a life game that we had purchased, again, intending to play with each other, intending to let go and be creators together. Um, again, my youngest daughter was the one who had put it out there and was waiting for everyone to play. Often it's a little child that leads you. And I went to create this and I was like praying and asking my source, you know, my my God, like, okay, what, you know, what what do you want me to do here? And I just kept getting the same message, go play the game with your child really? Okay. So I put it down. I went out there. We played life. I don't even think I've played that since I was a child. We had fun. And again, the same message came to me, the same message at the beginning of this podcast. This is what life is about. It's about stopping and being present, enjoying the moment, being with your family, really doing these things, and then letting me bring the abundance to you. Guys, I went back and I, I had that thing done in like no time after that. This podcast came to me completely after I surrendered and helped build the, you know, the Lego set with my daughter. We don't have to perform and bend and, and push and strive. Abundance is received with grace and easily, but only when we're in alignment with it, only when we're in alignment with source and really in alignment with how things need to be received. We make it really hard on ourselves. We don't have to. 
So that's my, my challenge to you is to set back, just step back a little bit and just be vulnerable enough to, to see when you say, Hey, I'm going to surrender my day. I'm going to surrender my time. I'm going to surrender my will. And I'm going to see what my higher power says I need to receive. I'm going to see what my higher power has to give me and see if that abundance can't fill me and I can't work from that place. And then I'm full, then I'm consistent, then I don't have to run out of my energy. That is how we overcome the triad give up cycle. And again, it's countercultural. It's not easy to do because we're not necessarily congratulated by society for taking a step back and playing with our kid and not getting that thing done. But you and I both know that at the end of the day, that's where joy is really found, right? In the, the relationships that we form with others or the relationships that we form with source. And I know that this is this is the way that we break free. So I look forward to talking to you more about pillars of joy and how to develop those and also to uh, step into that energy in your body and live there more frequently and ways to clear abundant blocks. These are all things that are coming up next. I hope you'll stay tuned to the podcast and I look forward to my next time sharing with you.